Hello, my name's Matthew Venable and my partner. Yeah, I'm Stephen Dupuy. We're going to be talking about the Supernova Mask. Our DMP project is the Supernova Device and Endoscopic Procedures. To start it off, we'll talk about a little introduction and background. So obesity is prevalent in the United States with over 40% of the population affected. So the supernova mask offers a non-invasive solution for positive airway pressure, making it ideal for the use in endoscopic procedures for obese patients. In this episode, we'll be discussing the systematic review that assesses the efficiency of the supernova device in reducing sedation-related hypoxemia during endoscopic procedures in obese patients. All right. Thank you, Stephen. So that's kind of like an intro on on our device. We wanted to we wanted to find a solution to a problem, which, you know, obesity is becoming more and more of a problem. And this supernova device, it, it kind of solves the problem of hypoxemia during these EGD endoscopic procedures where our obese patients are becoming apneic. And uh, so this is kind of like a little niche that that we thought was worth worth discovering a little bit further. So our next section is going to be relevant literature. So the supernova nasal pap ventilation system delivers continuous positive airway pressure and is designed to relieve upper airway obstructions in the bariatric population. The use of this device in endoscopic procedures such as colonoscopies and EGDs could potentially reduce sedation-related hypoxemia. In this study, we, we utilize Rogers Innovation Diffusion Theory, which is one of the oldest behavioral science theories, to examine how the supernova device could become adopted for regular use in the obese population. This theory explains how new ideas and products are disseminated through a population using five innovation diffusion processes. Knowledge, persuasion, decision, implementation, and confirmation. By examining the adoption of the supernova device through the lens of Rogers' theory, this study aims to improve patient safety by reducing sedation-related hypoxemia in the perioperative period of endoscopic procedures. Yep, and then I'll talk about our problem statement and objective. Through sedation provides excellent conditions for the completion of EGDs and colonoscopies. However, it often leads to hypoxemia due to decreased muscle tone, allowing for airway collapse. And this is especially prevalent in the obese population where they have more extra neck tissue and things that can cause that obstruction during these procedures. So the objective of the review is to assess the efficiency of the supernova in decreasing sedation-related hypoxemia for obese patients having these endoscopic procedures. All right. And our, our next section, just kind of our criteria for the studies that we were looking for and the patients that were going to be involved in it. So the criteria for studies and review section outlines the types of participants, interventions, comparisons, outcome measures, and study designs included in this review. The participants in the study were obese patients with a BMI of over 30, over the age of 18, undergoing monitored anesthesia care for EGDs and or colonoscopies. The interventions involved the use of the supernova therapy with varying oxygen flow rates and positive pressures, and the primary comparison was between the supernova device and nasal cannula therapy in reducing sedation-related hypoxemia. The principal outcome measure was the number of oxygen desaturation events, airway interventions, and airway adjuncts used. The study designs included randomized control trials, competitive observational studies, and cohort studies. No studies were preemptively excluded based solely on the design of the supernova device to maximize the amount of information that could be synthesized into the review. Now for our search strategy, litter research was conducted by us, the anesthesia students, in a systematic fashion using six databases. To name them, it was the Sin Hall Complete, Cochrane Collection, Medline, 
Science Direct, Ovid, and ProQuest. We consulted the university librarian to ensure a comprehensive search. The PICO format was used to develop search terms and each respective component of the review question. The search terms used for the patient population problem component included adult patients undergoing monitored anesthesia care, while search terms for the intervention component included supernova, nasal PAP, nasal positive airway pressure, nasal CPAP, and nasal continuous positive airway pressure. The outcome search terms were sedation-related hypoxemia and hypoxia. The search was conducted using Boolean phrase and as a combiner with search modes and expanders for all databases being, in quotes, apply equivalent subjects and Boolean phrase. No limiters were included in the search strategy due to the small number of articles pertaining to the supernova device. Alrighty, in our next section, we're going to talk about kind of how we worked through our literature selection, how we chose what we got to. The study used a Prisma flow diagram to select potential articles, resulting in 46 articles. After removing duplicates and irrelevant articles, 26 studies were screened, 23 were excluded. The inclusion criteria were adults undergoing monitored anesthesia care, nasal mass ventilation, supernova, sedation-related hypoxemia, hypoxia, and all study methodologies. Exclusion criteria included age less than 18, general anesthesia, dental procedures, high-flow nasal cannula, and mechanical ventilation. Me and Stephen both reviewed the full-text articles and selected three studies for the systematic review. The Joanna Briggs Institute Critical Appraisal Checklist was used to evaluate each study, and a literature evaluation table was created to further assess the appropriateness of each article. All right, and so to discuss our results, the studies included the systematic review suggested that the supernova nasal mask may be an effective alternative to the conventional nasal cannula for oxygenation and ventilation during endoscopic procedures, particularly in the obese population. The results of the randomized non-blinded control trial by BAI et al. found that using the supernova nasal mass decreases the elapsed time from anesthesia induction to the first airway intervention. It decreased the number of hypoxemia events and decreased the need for airway interventions when compared to the use of a typical nasal cannula. Similarly, the Prospective observational study by DIMOU et al. found that the use of the supernova nasal mask reduced the incidence and number of hypoxemic events in pre-bariatric surgery EGDs when compared to a nasal cannula. These findings are consistent with the previous studies that demonstrate the effectiveness of using a supernova nasal mask oxygenation, ventilation during various endoscopic procedures. Another one of the studies found that Use of the supernova mass during upper endoscopic procedures resulted in significantly higher oxygen saturation levels and fewer respiratory events when compared to the use of a nasal cannula. The studies included in this review have some limitations which should be considered. The randomized non-blinded control trial by BAI et al. did not include a blinded design, which may have induced bias into the study. Additionally, the study only included obese patients undergoing colonoscopies, so the result may not be generalized to other patient populations or endoscopic procedures. The prospective observational study by DIMOU DIMU was also limited by the number of the small sample size and lack of blinding, which may have induced bias into the study. But despite these limitations, the findings of the studies included in the systematic review suggest that the supernova may be a useful alternative to conventional nasal cannula for these endoscopic procedures. The use of the supernova nasal mass may help to decrease 
incidence of hypoxemic events, reduce the need for airway interventions such as jaw lifting and things like that, potentially improving patient outcomes and reducing healthcare costs. Further research is needed to confirm these findings and to determine the optimal patient population and endoscopic procedures for the use of the supernova mask. All right. Thank you, Steve. Our next, our next section, we're going to be talking about author recommendations, limitations, strengths, and challenges that we faced during this study. So in conclusion, this systematic review analyzed three peer-reviewed scholar articles published in 2019 and conducted in the United States that investigated the use of supernova device to decrease sedation-related hypoxemia. The study of Bay et al. was a randomized controlled trial with a sample size of over 160, providing strong level two evidence. In contrast, the studies by Demu and Willard et al. were cohort studies and provided level, level four evidence. While the studies demonstrated the potential benefits of using the supernova device, there were some limitations and challenges. For instance, anesthesia providers were unable to be blinded to the group assignments as they were responsible for administering the anesthetic directly to each patient. Additionally, the amount of medication given to each patient was solely determined by the anesthesia provider, which may have led to some patients receiving higher doses and becoming more susceptible to airway obstruction. Based on the available literature, it is reasonable to conclude that the supernova device can be effective in reducing sedation-related hypoxemia. Therefore, the authors recommend that anesthesia providers consider using this device when providing sedation to obese patients undergoing endoscopic procedures to minimize the risk of hypoxemia. However, further research is needed to determine the long-term benefits and potential risk of using this device in clinical practice. So to talk about some of the implications to practice and research, some of these implications that we've noticed from reviewing all these studies. The supernova device is not necessary to use as a new standard of care for anesthesia during endoscopic procedures. However, I think that in certain situations, especially in these patients with obstructive sleep apnea and the obese population, you do see fewer hypoxemic events and a reduction in airway interventions by the anesthesia providers. So I think that with more education and understanding about the device, its use is appropriate for helping with these particular patient populations. And with that education, you can make more informed decisions about the use for these obese patients. Mm-hmm. All right. So just a, a quick little wrap up. I think, you know, after doing this systematic review, we found that the supernova is effective for reducing sedation related hypoxemia for these endoscopic procedures, especially for this specific bariatric population. There's really not a ton of studies out on, especially these big multi-organizational RCTs that are going to give us that level one evidence that they need to change protocols at hospitals. But there's definitely something here to it. It definitely, the evidence definitely shows that it's a possibility for anesthesia providers to utilize this tool to to make their jobs easier and make help keep their patients safe. Is yeah, it- I agree. I think since it's such a new device, there's a lot of people that really don't know about it and how beneficial it actually can be to make their day easier whenever doing these types of procedures. And then also having the ability to decrease the need to jaw lift these patients whenever they're desatting from obstructing. It's just more comfortable for the patient not having to actually manipulate their jaw. It's safer for them in that aspect as well. Yeah, great points. Have you used this any in your practice? So I've used it a couple times and I've found that the patients have really felt comfortable with it. They they didn't say that it was uncomfortable at all. And it really, I, I didn't have any issues where I needed to 
jaw lift or anything like that. Now, it does come in a couple different ways so that you can either connect it to your anesthesia machine. It's really just a nasal mask that will both connect to a anesthesia machine and then also an Ambu bag with oxygen connected to it. So you'd really just put 10 liters of oxygen up if you're using the Ambu bag and you can add, there's a peep valve on it that you're able to increase the peep that helps reduce the tendencies for the patient to obstruct especially because it's in the nasal passage. It's not pushing down on the tongue if it were a nasal and oral mask. So it being just that nasal mask, it's able to lift up the tongue. And it doesn't have the opposing pressures from the mouth that causes that obstruction. Yeah, I think there's something to say. Like this study that we're doing, obviously, is just about the evidence that's out there. But I think there's a lot to say for how flexible this device is, especially for clinical use. As you're saying, you can connect it to your anesthesia machine. You can use it to plug it into a wall oxygen supply and apply pressure that way. I think we're just kind of starting to realize the possibilities that you can do with this device and. I think as, as it's used more, and as you said, more people become educated on how to use it, where it's appropriate to use it. I think it's going to be used a lot more because it's really got a lot of a lot of unique abilities that we kind of don't get with a nasal cannula or a face mask. That that positive pressure really puts a good tool in your bag, and you don't have to you know you don't have to have a, a CPAP machine or anything like that to get it. You can just take it out of a bag, put it on your patient, and you can hook it up to the oxygen supply or an anesthesia machine everywhere you go. So that's a really cool tool to have in your bag. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it is the first nasal mask of its kind that is able to connect directly to that anesthesia circuit, which makes it unique in itself too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was great, Stephen. Hopefully this, uh, this information will be good for people out there and some other anesthesia providers that may be looking to put another tool in their bag. Yeah, for sure. I think this was really beneficial.